0: Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with another episode, a bit of a political one. We talked about Falcon and the Winter Soldier and uh, just you yeah, know, yeah. how political it is. You know, usually Captain America, you know, the guy that punched <laughs> Hitler in his first appearance, usually a very, very apolitical bit.
1: You oh, know, that's this, what, it's, what it's, get,
0: it's getting. It's getting heated. There's a lot of uh, ideologies going on. So yeah, we <laughs> talked about that. We talked about Marvel Comics getting based, uh, but before we get into that, uh, we talked a bit about April Fool's Day, how it's the worst. Alex doesn't like it. And then that somehow led to us talking about The Purge for like 10 to 15 minutes, I
1: think. I have a point, okay? April Fool's Day is our version of The Purge, and I'm not wrong. I, you know, I will on stand on by on that. S- I will I'm, stand yeah, by that. I will die on that hill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there will be timestamps but- listed out down below so you can skip to whatever topic you'd like. You know, if you want to skip a certain part or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part uh, you know just check out where it is in the show you know skip to that part in the timeline we really don't mind uh, download is a download hell yeah uh, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode if you like what we do here uh, follow us on social media see what kind of stuff we would tweet follow me on tiktok friend jared on steam and or xbox
1: and to any company out there i will totally shill whatever shit you sell up. i don't care if it's like actual like illegal stuff i will i just want the money
0: yeah we will do anything for the almighty dollar speaking of that <laughs> buy our merch i forgot to mention that in the outro but yeah
1: oh i need to finish some more designs i got some stuff i'm working on It's
0: brewing in the yeah. crock pot but yeah buy our merch on TeePublic. public that'll be linked down below we got one design so far muscle rock treat yourself to a muscle rock shirt. you can get a button or a little sticker if you want those are very cheap if you don't want to you know put in Twenty bucks for a t-shirt which I totally understand
1: Muscle Rock is a a, a original character that I have designed myself and it is not the mascot for our (laughs) fucking podcast I wish it was we need to get a good mascot you just want to do Phoenix Jones (laughs) yes (laughs) and that's a teaser for what I'm going to talk about (laughs) yeah I fucking love that story but anyway let's just jump right into it
0: First, I wanted to uh, go over uh, a news story that we covered last week.
1: Yeah, I see uh, a special little thing at the top.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I uh, fucking hate April Fool's Day. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So last week we covered a story about how they cast Henry Cavill as Wolverine. And I did not bother to fact check my source for that information. It um it was from this channel that I that I watch that does a lot of like comic like movie news. And the and this guy did a video about Henry Cavill being cast as Wolverine in the MCU. And I saw that video and I was like, cool, I'm going to add that to the to the show notes. We're going to talk about it this week. I didn't Google it. And I didn't um, look at the day that the video was posted. (laughs) (laughs) April 1st,
1: 2021. Get fucked, Alex. I hate April Fool's Day so much. I want to say this. uh, I'm happy it's not him. It's not real because I really don't want that to interfere with The Witcher. Because I know Marvel does a lot of things where they try to keep the guys for their, uh, their things for a while. So they have them on call. And yeah. I really like The Witcher. I don't want that show to have any interruptions. <laughs> no, totally
0: understandable. Luckily, uh, you don't have to worry about it. Because I'm yeah. a big old moron. Uh, luckily, I was able to, to cut that segment dummy. from the show. <laughs> so as to, you know, not look like a total idiot. Like, I realized as I was editing, as I, was editing I was like, you know, I never Googled it.
1: i never as you were doing it i
0: never bothered to check if i was reporting an april fool's joke because
1: you know this is a a very um dangerous week to report any news story you know what you should leave that in just so people can like see what happened i i hate i hate april fool's day because it's like a holiday based on just lying say it's just lying uh, that's why I like it. You can get aware of so much stuff in April Fool's. You can tell people, like, evil truths about yourself, and they'll never know if it's real or not. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a holiday <laughs> centered around gaslighting is what it is. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> because, like, okay, I can see April Fool's Day being fun. Like, if you're, like, a, a rambunctious youngster and you like to pull pranks... Like, I can see April Fool's Day being fun, you know, do the, you know, you know, you do the trick with, like, the whoopee cushion, or you do the thing where you put someone's hand you in a bowl of water and you someone. piss on them.
1: <laughs> oh, like, wait, you do what?
0: <laughs> but, like, the way that April Fool's Day progressed, <laughs> it just turned into, like, a day where, like, publications just post, like, ju- they just publish news stories that are wrong. yeah. And that's the extent of it And it's like oh oh, we got you And it's like no we expected this Here's the thing though We looked at our phones Early in the morning and we're like Oh you know this this, this is a cool thing Oh you know Elon Musk is the green goblin Now Yeah, that's interesting And then uh, roughly Two and a half seconds later we're like oh yeah It's April Fool's Day
1: Here's the thing though Alex Got
0: Got the whole squad laughing
1: the way I look at April Fools is like how people in the Purge look at the Purge. It's a necessary evil. All the people who don't are who aren't little shits that prank everyone all the time. That's their day to get all that mischievous rage out. Otherwise, we'd have a hundred people doing uh, gone vir, gone gone wild, uh, YouTube pranks or whatever. Ooh, okay, me. you know what? You know I have a point.
0: You know what? The Purge is such an unrealistic concept and i have Yet had no April I've Fool's had, day i've had no outlet to express this but the purge <laughs> is so like ridiculous in its concept <laughs> because like the like the most like most crimes that would be done would be like petty shit like like shoplifting i feel like would be the worst one other than like a few murders oh yeah no like, the would be mostly like just smoking it- weed
1: the movies definitely make it much more intense than what it would actually be.
0: Like, like the vast majority of crimes committed during the purge would just be like shooting, shooting up heroin in Ohio.
1: Yeah. Getting but married like if, in uh, that one place. I forget. I think it's Texas.
0: Oh, God. If the purge was real, so many, so many Matt Gates types would just marry 17 year olds. Yeah. Or or like fuck 17 year olds. Okay, you know, no one talks about this. How much pedophilia is there in the purge universe? Way too much for it to
1: be a coincidence.
0: You like, know the people I've that never invented
1: seen, that did it just for that. I've
0: never seen the in purge the universe. Movies. I don't
1: think the people that made the purge are pedophiles.
0: Yeah, you gotta be clear about that. Yeah. But like in the purge movies, because I've never seen them, is it addressed? Just how Uh, much pedophilia pedophilia? would happen. No, no, no,
1: because in all the movies, they make it seem like the only crime people want to commit is just brutal murder. Like the first one, like there's this, they save this one guy who's being like lynched in the streets, his family. This is like a rich family with like a high end house. They have all this uh, security defenses for it. And they save like this, this black homeless man who's who's almost getting lynched in the streets. And then like their neighbors have formed a death cult and they want to kill them for some reason. And so this is like the movie.
0: This take (laughs) is kind of played out. And like, you know, uh, every everyone else has talked about the purge has mentioned this, but it needs to be said, how awkward is the Monday after the purge?
1: Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, let's Uh, just say
0: let's just say the purge is on a Friday night and you come into work on Monday morning, you know, working with the people that spent like a a whole night attempting to brutally murder your family. How do you deal with that?
1: Here's the thing I love about the first Purge movie: you get a slight taste of that at the end of it. Because, uh, spoiler alert to anyone who hasn't seen the Purge, including you, the way the movie ends is the dad dies, but the mom and the other uh, and the homeless guy they overpower the murderers and they get them like held hostage in the dining room. And instead of killing them, they're like, "No, we're better than this. We're going to wait until the morning, and then you are all going to get up and get out of my goddamn house." And so wow. they wait until the morning, and it's just this extremely awkward silence as all of their neighbors who are trying to murder them are just sitting there like, okay. Sorry. <laughs> God. It's just, damn. No, I, I, I want, think like, the parrots would make a beautiful TV show just because of that, the interactions after the day. I could
0: not agree more. <laughs> okay, so... Like what Harley Quinn did for the DC universe, I want a similar show for the Purge universe. Yes. (laughs) Where it's like a workplace sitcom, but every episode is like the Monday after a different Purge.
1: No, I want it to be the Purge, and then like the rest of it is just the rest of the year as it goes by. Like The start of the season is... The start and end point of each season is a Purge. And then the rest of that season is just the the morning after basically it's just how life returns to normal (laughs) yeah no i what i can't get over the mailman so i guess no one's getting their packages today
0: (laughs) what i can't get over is how in in this in this universe like within this premise like they treat crime like oh you know you just you know you got to get it out of your system like they treat they put like Murder, like first degree murder on the same level as like eating a little too much sugar <laughs> <laughs> like giving a kid like a Reese's cup, like oh you know, just like like Halloween, like they treat it like it's fucking Halloween, like oh, you know you you know you give the kids one night a year where they can just eat a fuck ton of candy, and then you know the rest of the year you know you just you, know, you tell fair, them that they can't though, rape. Alex.
1: To be fair though, Alex, you haven't worked retail so you don't understand the blind rage yet. But like, what I'm saying is like
0: (laughs) the fallout of like rape and murder I feel like it should be treated a little bit more I feel like it should be a little bit more taken a bit more seriously than like a cheat day.
1: Yeah. No, they never address like the other crimes the only things that they address in The Purge is I think one of the movies they have a guy stealing shit and the first one's about the murder cult. Yeah,
0: but yeah, like I, it, most of the crimes would be like smoking else. weed and like going to the pirate bay without a VPN. Yeah. I think like I, so many so most of the people would just be smoking weed and watching pirated movies.
1: Yeah. Got to do something while you wait for the 12 hours to pass. <laughs> I guess. No, but that's the thing, though, about The Purge, though. It's a fun movie concept until you think about all the crimes that are legalized. Then it becomes this horrible thing that's like, oh, God, who would okay this? Yeah. Like, I I get the murder thing, though. I've worked retail. There are some people I would definitely purge. Well, how quickly
0: (laughs) would the economy collapse?
1: Because if all crime
0: is legal, that includes financial crime, like tax fraud. (laughs) Like, you could just literally just put all of your money... Like, you could just launder it in that 12 hours. And this just is Just launder why your money so you don't have to pay any taxes. Put it all in, like, Switzerland or this whatever. This is why the movie only a ever talks account.
1: about the murder shit. Because no one wants to address that stuff. Because they know us, and as they do, <laughs> they'll realize how big of a problem it really is.
0: Yeah, and, like, I know rich people already don't pay taxes. At least not as much as, like, the working class... But still, like it would be like more of a problem, and how quickly, how (laughs) how quickly would society just be ruined?
1: Are there rules to the purge? Do they have the purge? No rules. Second rule: Don't fuck with the IRS, please. We need your (laughs) money. You want to start with the pull? You want to be in the purge? You have to pay your taxes. (laughs)
0: Yeah, A common misconception about the purge They think we operate on one rule No rules when really we operate On joker rules like murder is Fine but we're not fucking with the IRS
1: <laughs> You don't understand the IRS Are serious I like to imagine During the purge the IRS just Rolls out their fucking PMC Their private military company They just fucking like patrol the streets Collecting everyone's taxes <laughs> It's like, shit, the debt collectors have mobilized like in fucking power armor and like mech suits.
0: (laughs) You know what? Speaking of the Joker, (laughs) though, I
1: so like I said, I haven't seen
0: any of the Purge movies, including the election year one that they put out in 2016. I haven't seen that one. Just judging by like the trailers and like the marketing, it feels like if we live in a society was a movie.
1: Election year. Yeah. That was a weird one because they tried to base it off of the 2016 election, Yeah, and it was just a very weird movie. I haven't seen it. I've seen clips from it and the trailers for it, and I have no desire to see it because it is is such a weird concept of The Purge, but through a President-elect's eyes. Yeah, that just seems weird. It's, like, the the reason why the first one was Hold so Hold on, I gotta good, see if these are, like, on anything. They might be on Netflix. I know Election Year was for a while. But the reason why the first one was so highly regarded is because... <laughs> ooh, pardon me. Is because, A, it's a concept people, like, think is fun to think about. Did they do a TV series? They might have. It's huh. probably just, like, one night, though. Or, like, two nights of the Purge. But, um... Uh, like, it's a fun concept that people think about, like, if crime was Ill- was legal for twenty for 12 hours, what would you do? Kind of thing. It's like the zombie apocalypse for, like, people who follow the law. But uh, the thing is, though, it's like, it's also highly regarded because the characters is just like a normal average day family, like middle class suburban family. Yeah. So it's like, oh, these people I can get behind, I understand. And then it's like, here's a fucking politician that like 1% of you are going to understand the struggles of being. It's kind of harder. Like half the time, you're just like, you got like half the crowd's like, man, I'd be the guys trying to kill the politician. And the other half are like, okay. It's like, yeah. Okay. So the purge, like the, the movie, I, I didn't look up any of the sequels, but the,
0: the first one is it's not on anything. You have to rent it. Uh mm-hmm. but the series is on Hulu and Peacock Premium. The series is a show? Yeah, I I mentioned it. Um it ran for two seasons so far. So two purges. Um, and I don't know anything about you know the premise apart from it just being the purge, but we
1: should watch the first episode at some point and then do yes, a talk on it. Cause we I, should.
0: I, i feel like that would be fun yeah let me let me add that to the to the list all right so do you want to get through uh, you want to get to the next one
1: yeah let's talk about uh how based marvel is
0: yeah marvel got based so uh i know who jordan peterson is jared i
1: thought that you would know but um when i go onto twitter i only go onto twitter to share shitty memes and occasionally like like, some kind of political thing that's like, oh, okay.
0: So, Jordan Peterson... It's not uh, fun. (laughs) For you and the listener, if the listener does not know, uh, Jordan Peterson is in kind of, like, the same, like, boy band club as, like, Ben Shapiro and Dave Rubin. All right. Where, like, they pretend to be intellectuals when really they're just conservatives that want to turn people into Nazis. Oh, God. So, like, his whole deal is... He he's the guy that writes those like 10 rules for life books. So uh, he he has. So he wrote a book. It was like 10 rules for life or like whatever, like number like 10 or 12 or whatever. And then he like wrote more and it's like clean your room and shit like that. Um, no, I don't want to. <laughs> and it's like basically like you can't like make me life Peterson. Tips. What made him famous, though? is he was a he was a a college professor in Canada and right. they were i forget like what the name of it was but there was like a bill that was going to be passed uh and it basically said like yeah like if you're a if you're a, like a teacher you should you know respect your students
1: pronouns
0: like if you have a trans student like you know male to female you know treat them as they're
1: mad about that.
0: Yeah. He was like, Oh, you know, this is compelled speech. They're compelling me to use speech that I don't like. (laughs) And it's like, okay. Like the whole premise of this law is like to be more inclusive and to make it so you, you can't like basically bully your students, but he's trying to make it seem like he's the professor for, or he's like, it's like he's a reverse of god's not dead here yeah Where it's like he has to write god is dead a hundred times on the blackboard so yeah he's just an asshole
1: speaking about that movie let's never talk about it
0: yeah let's never cover that movie please
1: yeah i just want to say this right now jordan this jordan peterson guy sounds like a piece of work also god's if, not if dead you- is a piece of work that's a fucking horrible <laughs> movie
0: oh yeah Like not even like as propaganda, like it's gross. But as a movie, it's just bad.
1: It's like I I know I'm coming off as like a hyper atheist, and for a while I was. I'm more agnostic nowadays. But uh, like that movie makes me think God is definitely dead. Oh yeah, and we're the ones who killed him. God is dead,
0: (laughs) and I know because I saw the Sony leaked emails from from 2014. Sony leaked emails. When they were making The Amazing Spider Man 2. I included this on the clip where we did the Spider Man rewrite, but. Yeah, there were some emails that got leaked, and I oh, I don't want to yeah. like, go in too in depth on this. But basically, like the executives were like talking about like, oh, you know, the millennials really like EDM parentheses electronic dance music. Maybe we can incorporate something like that. The millennials also like to do parkour and and post with the hashtag NBD or No Big Deal, and maybe we can have Spidey do that because really, to him. It is NBD. I'm going to shit like that. That is how I know there is no God that loves us. (laughs) So anyway, Jordan Peterson is really upset. So um, by the way, Jared, if you like, if you like Google Image Search Jordan Peterson, you might recognize him because he has been like on a lot of shows. Like he's he was on uh Joe Rogan's podcast, he was on the H3 podcast.
1: Oh, I don't watch either of those because I have class oh
0: well he get wrecked (laughs) he was he was generally respected like as just like a self-help dude before he turned into basically a right-wing goon this guy looks like house if he was homeless he he does look he looks like if house was more of an asshole
1: yeah this guy just doesn't know how to smile jordan peterson you need to smile more
0: He also has a really funny voice. Like, look up a video of him later. He talks like he has like a Muppet voice.
1: Oh, he's just Kermit the Frog. Like, hello everyone,
0: it's me, Jordan Peterson here. If you if you watch uh, if you watch Hasanabi, he does a really good impression of Jordan Peterson.
1: Nah, I don't watch anime. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, Jordan Peterson. Like, for a little bit more background before I get into like act like what the actual story is. So he is like one of like the fundamental like like stepping stones on the alt-right pipeline oh god yeah so when you first watch his stuff it's all like you know clean your room have good relations like you know generally useful life advice Then it's like but then <laughs> burn israel to the ground <laughs> but then reclaim like, what yeah, was lost no seriously though like once you like dig more into his like ideology like what he thinks and what he believes there's some troubling stuff oh yeah like he has like really like weird attitudes like just gross attitudes towards like women like he doesn't think that like men and women can be friends or work with each other
1: what <laughs> what <laughs>
0: Yeah, and he also has, like, really weird attitudes about, like, religion.
1: This guy sounds like a fucking, like, r slash atheism incel. No, the thing is, though, he's, like, super religious. Oh, he's... And you wouldn't expect that. So he's just an r slash neckbeard, then.
0: He's, like, an r slash atheist, but, like, on the religious side.
1: Yeah, so he's a neckbeard. Because that's something, like, atheists are neckbeards that don't believe in God. Uh, R slash atheists, not all atheists. Not all atheist guys, but, uh, no, but like neck beards are no, like Jordan Peterson's like
0: whole thing though, is he turn he takes neck beards and he turns them into neck beards with a crew cut. Like that's what he does. He take, like, he doesn't do anything to fix the underlying issues with like new. your personality. He just makes you more attractive. That's like, not he, he, d- that's- he makes you like do stuff that basically just like makes you more like, I guess, presentable, but you still have gross ideas. So he's an incel. Yeah, he take he has like he 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 like caters to and to incels and he basically tells them how to be more presentable. But he doesn't address like maybe people don't like you because you're sort of a Nazi.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, though, about like the Internet hierarchy when it comes to like neckbeards, incels, uh, white knights and all those other things like they're all the same type of like toxic person. But they're different tiers to it. Oh, like yeah. Uh, an incel is basically a, a not uh, not a Nazi is basically a neckbeard who is more cleaned up and like more like approachable and attractive looking, but it's still the same ideals and stuff. Like they still are like, oh I when I oh, deserve yeah. a woman because I am a man and kind of yeah. things like that. And I'm pretty sure
0: Jordan then, Peterson has also like talked a lot about like race and IQ
1: yeah yeah that's in some like phrenology and shit like that <laughs> yeah but then like but then there's other ones too and it, this is where it gets more weird because it's like you, you got the class the neckbeard class and then you got the subclasses because it there's a there's a weird thing where like neckbeards and white knights are always like fighting each other but white knights are just neckbeards that think they're liberal <laughs> like they go on about they go up and they're like i'm one of the good ones i i'll fight for you m'lady tips fedora kind of they do that kind of shit and they go around and like they don't do it out of the kindness of their heart they're all expecting to get laid by the end oh yeah of they're it. all they they're, don't they're get all
0: r slash nice guys
1: yeah that's the thing though white knights are nice guys that actually do stuff that seems nice, but then like at the end of the day, they're they're trying to, you know, get in your pants and shit. And they're oh, just yeah. really fucking weird. They're like they're like, oh, Yeah, simps, I, I personally I personally worse. know people
0: that we went to school with that are like that.
1: Yeah. Nice and guys will tell you how sad. nice they are, but they're they're not. They're like neckbeards, they're like the in between of like neckbeards and white knights. So they're like yeah. in that weird middle where they're transitioning to white knight. It's sad to watch too because a lot of them are like
0: generally good guys that are just misguided.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's, it's like mostly they, because like they of just, like
0: like they're horny, you know? So yeah. they like that like clouds their vision so they're like, uh you know, I guess I'm going to become a white knight. When if they just like had a good personality, like they'd be a lot better off.
1: Oh yeah. I mean even then it's not just personality though. It's it's it has to like stem off of like like I don't know. I'm trying to think of the words for it, but like, I guess the air around you, not right. like smell, but like, like the, the vibe you give off. Well, Cause the you smell be too. Like, well, yeah, that also helps. But, <laughs> but like, if you're giving off like a weird vibe, people aren't going to approach you. Oh yeah. It's like, like, that's the thing though. It's like white knights, They have some of the weirdest vibes. Cause they have that. They have the, uh, the whole like intellectual shit where they think they're better than other people. But they're also just like Rick and Morty stands, so you know they have no life outside of Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh yeah, but they're the kind of fans that be like, "Yeah, you slay queen," and then like, "Can you can you give me a blowjob now?" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
0: You know this wasn't gonna turn into a self help podcast, but I I feel like we owe it to to the listeners now. Like if if any of you are in that situation where you're maybe you're like in high school or something and you know, you, you, you're like potentially going to become like a white knight or a neckbeard. Um, I guess my biggest, like the most important advice would be to just know who you are, know what you are and like own that. Like yeah. don't try Don't try to be like mm, tips fedora m'lady like, you know, that like, if you're if you're an awkward dude just you know kind of own it have a sense of humor about it and like that'll attract people yeah i like, used not to only be... like romantically but like people will just like you if you're confident in yourself
1: yeah i used to be a fucking neckbeard and shit and the problem is it isn't a confidence thing if anything they're overconfident like they think well they're that... maybe confident <laughs> about the wrong stuff well yeah That's the thing, though. Like, you just have to... It's not that you have to be more confident in yourself. You just have to have a more realistic view of, like, who you are. But the problem is, though... Yeah, that that kind of ties
0: in with it. Like, yeah, have confidence in yourself, but also be realistic. Like, like that's why I say know who you are. Know what you are. Like, know
1: what level you're on. But the problem is, though, people will just take that, and they'll just become incels from it. Because that's what incels are. They're people who think... They know who they are, and the problem is other people because they're just that egotistical. Yeah, that's why. That's why the name Incel is involuntary celibate. They didn't make the choice to be celibate; the world did. <laughs> Society. Yeah,
0: but yeah. So anyway, now that we have like some background on Jordan Peterson and like his <laughs> yeah, whole deal, yeah, that's what the
1: conversation was. <laughs>
0: um. So. I I haven't been keeping up with Marvel comics. Um I'm assuming you haven't either.
1: Uh, I read them every once in a while. What's yeah. the new thing?
0: Well, so I guess lately, um Red Skull in Marvel Comics is like on the internet now like he's kind of like trying to recruit people for Hydra. Yeah. And in one of like the newer issues of Captain America, there was like in one of the panels it showed like red skull on the internet and it was like buy my book 10 rules for life (laughs) and he he was pretty clearly supposed to be like a jordan peterson clone yeah that's pretty based (laughs) it is super
1: based hold on let me hold on let me find the panel i want to see it no that's the thing though everyone forgets when they when like you hear people go online talk about like ah marvel isn't political i wish they'd stop shoving this in comics and stuff and it's like what I are mean, you like to those people what are you talking about Mar-
0: marvel has been political since day one what yeah. was the first captain america issue
1: what happened i can't there? remember he fought nazis <laughs> no but like that's the thing though like it's it's not political as in like which side are you going to vote for but it's political in like the sense of like social politics like like ideals yeah like civil shit you know like uh like are black people human yes <laughs> but you need to make a comic so people can get that point across yeah all right i'm sending you a couple of um
0: like panels from the issue the first one it yeah, shows on red Pop. skull and um like you know him on the internet that's right it's a picture of the red skull, you know, 10 rules for life, you know, chaos and order, Carl Luger's genius, the feminist trap. That's another thing. Jordan Peterson is like really anti-feminist, like not, not just in that, like, Oh, you know, I don't quite, I don't agree with like, you know, the, you know, third wave or fourth, whatever wave of feminists were on. Like, Oh, you know, I don't agree with that But you know, like, I generally think women should be treated equally. Yes. No, he's just anti the idea of feminism.
1: And I think with that, it's just people being idiots because like
0: for sure, for sure, he's not a smart guy. He just has like certain qualifications that got him to where he is. But he's not like, I I don't know, like, I don't want to say he's not intelligent because you can be intelligent and have bad ideas, but he definitely has terrible ideas.
1: Yeah, because like like, the quality of person that he is, is not the best. Like what I was gonna far. say though is like some feminism stuff that's come out in recent years, like man spreading and shit like that. I say that that's not really an issue, and it's more or less a bunch of people complaining about slight inconveniences and thinking that it's some like it's just weird like conspiracy against them kind of thing. Well, the thing is, it's and it's like that stuff I can get why you would hate it. <laughs> the thing is though, it's just a few people
0: complaining about it, like like man spreading, like yeah one person makes a video about it and suddenly it's the entire feminist movement. Oh yeah, Like well, that's, I mean, that's, that's the what problem, these reactionaries though, is, do. They take like little things like, like they take a little bit of like, Oh, you know, this, you know, this person that calls himself a feminist, you know, complains about manspreading or says like death to all men. Um, you know, like in, in like, um, and like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um,
1: satirical, Or like satirical
0: or like exaggerating, you know, like like hyperbolic, like they're being hyperbolic and saying like, oh, you know, death to all men. Um, So like people like Jordan Peterson or like any kind of like anti-feminist will like take that one person like saying that and then they'll apply that to the entirety of feminism.
1: Yeah. And that's and the so problem. Obnoxious. That's what I'm trying to get at when I'm saying is people are idiots. Cause like not all of feminism is like that. There are some members that are very idiotic like that. But that's the same with every societal group. You'll find someone that just takes things way too far in anything. For sure. Like there's there's Bernie supporters that I'd argue take things way too far with their ideals and stuff. And oh, I'm a mean? fucking Bernie supporter. like some people are like, yeah, we need to like double down and make everything like just like fucking like russia and shit like complete communism it's like that's not what he's going uh, for it's not what he's yeah. going for he wants socialism which is like you combine the two and it's like a good mix it's like i see yeah. where bernie's coming from but this guy i'm not seeing where he's coming from it's no, like there
0: definitely are some <laughs> people like I, i'd say it's a minority of people that are saying oh, yeah, that's like that's the thing the problem like, with like, it
1: is that they're quiet like it's a smaller minority but they're not quiet about it like they'll like make huge like twitter threads about why their ideas are are the ones that you need to go through and stuff and that's why people latch on to them. Well, people don't recognize they're... that it's just some people saying it and like oh yeah, and that's well, not the dumb not part. only
0: not only is it just like a few people saying it online, but people like people on the right will be like like not even basing it on anything. They'll just say like all Bernie Sanders supporters are communists or yeah. Bernie Sanders is a communist.
1: And, and that's the problem. They'll that they'll, like, I'm trying to find get at stuff that
0: like, like seek stuff out that fits that.
1: Yeah. And, and the problem is though, is like they aren't looking into other things to like, see like what the truth is. They, they go onto Google and they type in like uh, Bernie Sanders communist tweet. And that's what they get for their evidence. They don't see all the thousands of other ones saying that that guy is wrong and stuff. And there's problems with that on like both sides with it. Cause sometimes you see people like they'll talk about something that the right did or that the other faction did. Yeah. I want to call them factions. Now it's fallout, new Vegas, but (laughs) you'll see things that other people do where it's like, look at what this guy said. And like, you look at the tweet and it's like one bad tweet. One of his supporters said, but then you see like a hundred other tweets. The guy says saying like, no, this isn't something we believe in. This guy's just crazy, but everyone will latch onto the one bad thing. It's like, Like the way I look at it, it's like, like... well, it's, it's not so easy to both sides this because
0: like it it is different on the right. Cause like it, let's just say for like example, like you have someone on the right be like, you know, just outright saying Nazi shit. Oh yeah. And then you'll have people like on the right be like, oh, you know, we disavow this totally. But like they do dog whistle those ideas quite a bit.
1: Yeah, and that's the problem where you don't like have that right. really on
0: the left where it, it's not like, you know, you got like tankies like, oh, it should be like Russia. And then like Bernie Sanders the next that's day has called. to go out and disavow it. And then but but it's not like he's at the same time using coded language to say maybe it should be like Russia.
1: When yeah, on the right, no. you have
0: people saying like, oh, maybe we should
1: go back to traditional values. Yeah. Slavery. That's the problem, though, with the right is that there's a lot of people that agree with them. They're a more louder of a majority than how feminism has like the the loud minority that's all crazy people and shit. The right's definitely full of more insane people.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Red Skull in in Marvel got you know he, he's he's being compared to Jordan Peterson. So he he saw that and he was like freaking out. He was like. I think he was like taking like red skull quotes and like filling it in with stuff that he said. Cause he was like, it, he had like a, uh, he tweeted out like a picture of like red skull saying like, you know, clean your room. And he's like, Oh, the evil red skull. Uh. <laughs> kind of like playing into it. But, yeah. He's yeah. like Jordan Peterson is like, and, and people that are like in his like club are like acting surprised by this. Like they're acting surprised that like, you know maybe if some like i want to you know kind of tie this back to what we were saying earlier like about the alt right pipeline yeah for the sake of conversation let's just say jordan peterson himself is not a nazi like or or he doesn't have nazi ideas or uh, but- you know being less hyperbolic let's just say he doesn't have extreme right wing racist ideas like, you know, phrenology, you know, race realism and like IQ and stuff like that.
1: Right now but, he's uh quoting uh Red Skull as a good source for things. But, but if
0: someone wanted to lead people towards ideas like that, they would lead with something like, you know, clean your room, here's some ideas You know, to live by, build up their credibility, and then they would introduce ideas like, maybe women aren't equal. Maybe (laughs) black people just commit more crime.
1: It's like in the video, it's like, clean your room, brush your teeth. There is no such thing as slavery.
0: (laughs) And, um. The six million don't exist. And then, you know, they would introduce you to those ideas through their You know actions and words and they would also associate with people that maybe don't necessarily agree with everything that's said about the Holocaust and uh, you know maybe maybe those maybe those people you know uh, promote uh, certain YouTube channels that question you know the uh, integrity of the election and then you know that leads you to think about well you know maybe this
1: Q guy ain't so bad. Who the fuck is Q? QAnon. Oh, that's right. I forgot about them. I wonder if the FBI is still doing shit with them.
0: You know, maybe these guys waving the swastika flag aren't so bad because you know I already agree with sixty percent of what they're saying now that I've, now that I've been exposed to these ideas and they've been explained to me very persuasively. Yeah, I'm not saying Jordan Peterson does that. But
1: like if there are someone some wanted to that do that, yeah, there, there's a, it's, there is a lot of things. This is propaganda 101. If you're actually, trying to get someone, I am, you know what, actually I am saying Jordan Peterson does that. And I'm also <laughs>
0: saying that if someone like, if there was anyone that wanted to do that, it would be red skull. And if red skull wanted to lead people towards Nazism or being part of Hydra, they would use Jordan Peterson's tactics. Yeah. So let's like, just like even if you don't agree with it, why no? are you surprised by it? I, I don't know. Like,
1: yeah. Now, what from the sounds are what he's doing is just propaganda 101. Like the whole, uh, the we're the good guys because we're the clean and fit guys, and then these are the bad guys. That is absolutely them, what dirty. he's doing. That's like it's that's not, not hard to see what it. He's
0: doing. Well, it's like yeah. when it's like when Ben Shapiro talks about how like Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson's good friend. It's like when Ben Shapiro talks about how like, oh, you know, people from Israel like to build stuff and people from, you know, the dirty brown Muslim countries like to destroy stuff. A real thing that he said. Jesus.
1: Yeah, it's, I forget uh, yeah. which
0: country it was, but he basically said uh, what he, what he was he, really saying he was is that Muslims are be- terrorists. I think that's, he's talking really about the. That's really the meat of what uh, he was saying.
1: I think he was talking about the Israel-Palestine thing with the Gaza Strip. I think that. Yeah, I think it was Palestine. But yeah, I'll tell it, you it's, what like, though. it's like the Every, whole
0: like it's like when Trump was like, "Yo, you know, you got these people coming from shithole countries." It's like, what are we only? Are we? Is our whole thing not accepting people from places that are worse off than us? and also isn't our whole
1: thing generally not insulting people's uh home homeland yeah i tell you Uh, what though fucking the the christmas truce of world war one was proof humanity can come together uh the gaza strip is proof that that was a lie
0: yeah maybe we should just make everyday christmas or uh, whatever 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 holiday you celebrate if we yeah. just make that every day, and we call a Christmas truce, or a, a Hanukkah truce, or whatever, a, a Chinooka truce, whatever whatever holiday you you celebrate, we just have a truce for for just that holiday
1: that happens to be every day. Can we manage that? Tell you what, that's the thing that always makes me mad. <laughs> it's like whenever whenever someone brings up like Israel and Palestine and shit, it's like. The easiest solution's the same solution you'd tell two kids who are playing with the same toy. But, you know, they aren't going to listen to because they're a government run by adults that think they have the better book. And millions of lives are worth that book, I guess. Yeah, it's rough. It's, fucking, it's depressing. Anyways, <laughs> now on to something not as uh, existential. <laughs> yeah, you want to move on to the next topic? I would love
0: to. So, Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, has been going strong for uh, four episodes now as of this I recording. It'll be coming fucking, out on the airing of the fifth episode, which is supposed to be good.
1: I, I uh, want to say this. I fucking love Baron Zemo. <laughs> they like, supposed they to made Zemo so much cooler in this show. He's cooler, and I'd argue that he does have kind of a point with his whole super soldier thing. Cause like, yeah. Like looking at it, it's like look at all the super soldiers. Like yeah, there's some nice guys, like that Isaiah guy. He seemed like he was like not a bad dude, but had some shit done to him. And uh, Bucky, you know, he wasn't fully super soldier, but he was by also way, kind of a super soldier. But Steve's the, the only way. like actual super soldier that was a fucking golden boy. Everyone else. Can I just shit. say? Can I just say I totally agree with you
0: about about Zemo being awesome in this show. But yeah uh his like like sort of redemption like you know being allowed to like work on the team and stuff like
1: oh it's not enough he's still committed horrible acts no 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 let me finish
0: let me finish (laughs) like the very fact that he's allowed to be sort of like an anti-hero or like you know in some cases just a hero like working with the with with sam and bucky like it proves that like them fighting the flag smashers. It's not really about them blowing up buildings. Like they're not yeah. bad guys because they commit terrorist acts. They're bad guys. Cause you know, they're kind of, you know, you know, do, do I, do I have to say it? They're, the they're kind of Robin hoods. They're threatening the United States military's power. And that yeah. is why they're a threat because the, well, I guess the stand in, the U.S. military, the the GRC, the Global Repatriation Council has a monopoly on resources. They have a monopoly on vaccines for the pandemic that was supposed to be in the show but got written out because it was too similar to COVID. Uh, I'll have a link to a Nando V Movies video about that in the description. But yeah, they have a monopoly on vaccines, medicine, all kinds of stuff. And they, they are going to divvy it up however they see fit, whether it's, you know, by income or, you know, certain other factors that would, you know, reserve this, the, the resources towards affluent white people. And the reason that the Flag Smashers are a threat is not because they blow up buildings, because again, that's mighty fine. If you blow up a building, you're still allowed to be a good guy uh
1: yeah
0: um example zemo uh probably other people too other people that just get to be a good guy after doing horrible things the yeah the reason that the flag smashers are villains is because they threaten that monopoly they threaten the grc's monopoly on resources
1: i don't think uh the trying to build the flag smashers up as villains though because they do have more sympathetic things than like
0: Zemo no, and they're the power being built up as a sympathetic villain. Like it's pretty eh. clear because, like, I've noticed this in other things. When you have um, something being like, by the way, the flag Smashers are like a villain of the show. Obviously, uh, John Walker, U.S. agent, not gonna, not gonna call him Captain America. He is also an antagonist to Sam and Bucky, who are the protagonists. But well, I don't um, think.
1: That's the thing. I think the real antagonist is either Zemo or the power broker. I think what they're doing with uh, the flag smashers and uh, John is they're supposed to be like they're like guys you agree with and stuff. It's just that their methods are stuff you don't want to agree with. Because like they really, well, do I don't know a how much I agree with
0: with John Walker.
1: Well, yeah, no, I He's think John Walker. John Walker, in my opinion, is like. He's supposed to be a representation of like, like Bucky's idea of what the this whole symbol thing means and stuff. Because like John Walker, well, John Walker is a representation of like
0: white privilege and like white mediocrity.
1: Uh I guess in but, a way. Well, we
0: can get into that in a minute. But what I was saying a minute ago is uh, the reason that I say the uh, the flag smashers are being set up as one of the show's villains or antagonists. Um you know, a sympathetic villain, uh, at that. But the reason that they're not like anti heroes or whatever, like the reason that, that, that they're clearly bad guys is so when a, when a show or a movie wants to set up uh, a sympathetic villain, like if you, like it, it usually happens when the villain is a leftist or like a communist, um, analog, like this happens in like, uh, the legend of Korra. I believe we've talked about this on the show before, but in the Legend of Korra, you had um, Amon and um, I forget what his like crew was called, but they were basically like anti benders. Like they wanted equality, and so what they do to set up these like supposedly complex villains, and this is the same with the Flag Smashers. They give them an ideology that you can sort of agree with, like you know people should be treated equally. Um, you know, uh, resources should be distributed equitably, but in order to make you not root for them, they have them do something horrible, whether it's like blowing up a building or like, you know, doing other terrorist things like what the, uh, the anti-bender people do in Korra. And also they undermine their, uh, I guess their, motivation like in core i don't know if they've done it so much in falcon and the winter soldier but they in cora they undermine the villain's motivation by not really showing much anti-bender like bigotry like it's oh there's a little bit of it just to like establish that it's like sort of an issue but it's generally treated as like a silly cause
1: well yeah no I, that's why i'm arguing like i don't think they're trying to build them up as an antagonist but more or less like a i guess dark hero i don't know the word for it
0: well, no. What I'm saying is, but, it's
1: the reason like, that I think is that they're
0: an antagonist is because they had them blow up a building and be oh, like, yeah. "Oh, you know, it doesn't care if I, I don't care if innocent people die." Like that's, like that, like that's clearly the show's effort to make you be like, "Whoa, whoa hold on, these are the bad guys."
1: Well, I don't think it's supposed to be bad guys because, like, the way they have the scene set up with him and uh, the the leader, what's it, Carly, when they're talking and stuff, it's clear that they both agree with each other that there's something wrong, because, like, Sam was also a dusted guy. It's, it's like, the way I look at it, it's, it's like, kind of like, uh, like, there's the guy that wants to be the peaceful protest kind of guy, and then it's the guy that wants to do, like, the rioting and stuff. Oh,
0: yeah, like MLK and, like, and um, uh, Yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm X. X.
1: Yeah, like that. And I think that's what they're trying to go for. I don't think the Flag Smashers, they're trying to build them up as villains. More like, they're they're the antagonists, yeah, but I don't think they're the bad guys. Like, it's like writing one on one. Like the antagonist doesn't have to be a bad guy; they can be a good guy. They just have to be in the way of the hero of the story, okay. the protagonist. And that's I, what yeah, I think I'll, they're
0: doing. I'll give a little bit on this. I, I will say maybe they're not by the end of the show. Maybe Carly Morgenthau and like her like inner circle aren't gonna be like. You know, like total villains. Like they'll be sort of like in the anti-hero territory. But I will maintain, and I will not move on this. At the end of the show, it's gonna be like a centristy kind of ending. Like, well, you know, their ideas are good, their hearts are in the right place, but you know, they had they they did it in a wrong way. We need incrementalism. Like it's gonna be well, that I mean, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's
1: that's going to be the ending because it's just. Marvel has such a huge fan base, they don't want to piss anyone off, it's Disney, come on. Yeah. Where the comics, they don't really care about, like, what message- like, they care about the message they send over who they piss off more, because comics are more obscure still. The shows are designed by a company that's whole thing is they want more money, so they're going to make everything very, like, compromised and shit. Like most conflict, unless the bad guy is very clearly a villain. They're going to have it set up to where they become well, like, uh, like they'll have an agreement on something, or the the villain character will become an anti-hero and have a redemption arc, which is what I think they're doing with Zemo and John, because like the what it sounds like is he's going to become U.S. agent at the end of this, and with Zemo being like on the start of his redemption arc, I think they're going to do the Thunderbolts, which is the team yeah, that's built up talk a bunch of that. anti-heroes. Yeah, it seems like yeah, that's Yeah, sort of what like Marvel's Suicide for. Squad. Yeah, except better in every way. And that's not because I like Marvel, it's just because Suicide Squad is literally made up of only insane psychopaths that like killing innocent people. Uh whereas the Thunderbolts is mostly made up of like reformed villains and like actually not insane people. Like most of the people that are in the Thunderbolts
0: are uh, I don't know like, if I would call John Walker
1: not insane. Yeah, you know, he's definitely not, well, he's not, eh, he's not mentally stable, but I wouldn't say he's outright, like, a horrible, like, villain character. I think his whole thing is he's supposed to represent, like, like, uh, like, trying to be someone you're clearly not, because, like, he wants to be Captain America, he's trying to become Steve Rogers, when he should just try and be his own version, like, you know? Yeah, and that's like the I, thing I, that I've, I've seen people talk about it. Where like, yeah, you
0: know, where 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 Steve and um, in the future Sam add like they they make the shield mean something. Like they they add value to the shield. He's he trying tries to, to take value from the shield and like make that. He, like he's trying to like use the shield to like give himself credibility. Yeah, like, you he's can like get do s-
1: you know who I am? One of the best ways I think that you can see is the the question of if you had the option, would you take the serum? Uh, yeah. Lamar ask asks you about him that. that. Uh, I think it's a pretty interesting thing because it it does add more to Zemo's character and a little bit of Sam's too, and it also helps like with the contrast between how they view themselves, like Sam and uh, John cuz Falcon clearly he's like I won't take the serum like I don't need to I'm fine the way I am I don't need to become a super soldier to be you know the the person I am where John it's also an
0: ego thing
1: Yeah it's definitely an ego thing cuz like John wants to be Captain America he feels like he's failed as Captain America cuz he's not Captain America I mean let's yeah. face it And he feels so, like he's the guy
0: like Yeah like the 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 major difference between like Sam and Steve versus John Walker is like Steve was a reluctant hero. Yeah, they didn't ask for it for sure. Well, like, well, they
1: didn't. Like, ask Steve for it, was, but Steve like-
0: was chosen because he wanted to basically like stand up to bullies. He wanted to like look out for the little guy, and he saw he saw being Captain America as like a means to that end. Where John Walker sees like he- I guess n- well, not even helping people, just. You know, fighting, I guess, bad guys as yeah. a means to the end of being Captain America.
1: Yeah. I, I like, I think John, though, at the start, did have some good in him about like actually standing up for people. But it seems well, like he was. presented ch- well. Yeah. That's but just, it does that's, seem that's what like, they play yeah. on the
0: morning talk shows when they introduce him. No, 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 I'm him.
1: talking about like when he's actually like talking to Lamar and stuff because he seems like he's a normal like stand up guy. But it's clear that like the way they're trying to go with him is that he's not Steve Rogers. He's a different person and because of that, he can't be the Captain America he's trying to be. Right. Well, it's easy to be like, "Oh, you know, I I'm just a
0: humble guy. You know, I can't believe I I can't believe I was chosen to be Captain America." Yeah, no, I'm not it, talking about but when the when well, me finish. Thing. Let me finish. When it comes down to it though, like <laughs> Like, it's easy to be like, oh, you know, I'm just some humble guy. But when you're like in the heat of battle, like, it's pretty easy for someone like him to turn into, like, do you know who the fuck I am? I'm Captain Goddamn America.
1: Yeah, and that's, I think that's just because he's slowly turning into like the US agent character. Because, like, how his thing is, is that he views himself as a failure because he's not Steve Rogers. He's not trying to become his own captain America. He's trying to be Steve Rogers, captain America. So unless he's actually like him, he thinks that he's a failure. Hence the whole, like he fights the, uh, fuck. I forgot the name of that group. The, well, the, I think Wakanda he wants the ladies. He's yeah, like, they I weren't think, even super soldiers.
0: Well, I think he wants the reputation of Steve Rogers. Cause he never tries to be like Steve Rogers.
1: Well, yeah, no, he's trying to be, like, the fucking... He's still a soldier. Like, they still are used as, like, soldiers and stuff. He's just a soldier with blue on him instead. Yeah. So he's trying to be, like, World War II era Steve Rogers in a way. No, no, not even that. No, the like, the
0: best, like, analogy, I guess, for, like, who John Walker is, and I I saw this on, on TikTok a couple days ago. Remember in the first Avenger when uh dr erskine and uh tommy lee jones's character were talking about like oh you know i need i want a good soldier and dr erskine's like hey you yeah know, he's well, we like should that have a one guy. guy he's the one he's the he's the, the guy, guy that, tommy that lee jones points to. he's like oh he's a good soldier he follows orders he's big he's strong like that's who john
1: walker is he's yeah. just kind of a tool and ultimately yeah, no. a bully yeah john walker's whole thing is that he's not captain america that's what i'm trying to get at and that he's like inside he knows he's not captain america but he's trying yeah. to force himself to change it hence the reason he takes the serum, and you know he decapitates that guy because he gets so angry that they killed his friend and like that's also another thing though the difference between cap and bucky is uh, not cap and bucky cap and john is that they have similar like this like the how things are done between both of them is very symbolic like how A lot of the scenes where they're in action with John and stuff, he does a lot of things Cap does, except with John, like, his whole story is like a a different perspective on it. It's like inverted, where like, when Bucky dies, that just strengthened Cap's resolve to like, be a better person and stuff and like, you know, save the day. It turns John into like this rage-filled mess, basically. Yeah. And I like that, because it definitely is setting him up to be U.S. Agent, who is the inverted cap. He's not evil, but he's not a good guy. And I really want to see more of that character, too. Because, like, in the comics, U.S. Agent isn't that bad of a character. He's just a, a very, like, bizarre kind of thing. Because he's, like, yeah. Captain well, I'll, America. I'll include
0: a a video about the history of the character, John Walker, yeah. in the description. Uh, video it. from Comic Drake, pretty good breakdown of his history. Um, like, but I yeah, think generally not doing, a good dude.
1: Yeah, no, he's not really that nice of a guy. I will say but, that. But anyway, but,
0: psych like psychoanalysis aside, I want to get into um, I guess like the the of what I wanted to get into. Yeah, um, go for it. So yeah, like I've I've I, I thought you know just watching the show, just watching. Uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we all kind of generally agreed that like John Walker's not a good dude, like I thought we all agreed that he you know is he he's an asshole and he's like clearly like not the guy that you want to be Captain America, definitely not the guy that you want to be in that position of power uh yeah, but to my surprise, apparently uh a lot of people just unironically like john walker and think that like they agree with his actions
1: yeah i don't really agree with his actions i can understand where he comes from with them but at the same time he's very clearly not supposed to be the character you agree with he's uh if anything he's built up as more of an antagonistic anti-hero where it's clear he's going to become this other comic book character that's used as a good guy a lot yeah. But it's very clear he's not going to be you know, Captain America. He's not he's not a hero.
0: Like that's For why sure. I think
1: they're using him. That's why I think he's gonna be part of the Thunderbolts and stuff. And that's why they're building them up. Cause like he is like the United States is he is the US agent. You know, he's yeah. the United he's States like is Cape Crusader. Yeah. So it's clear they're gonna do uh, I think they're gonna do Thunderbolts. They're gonna bring him and Baron Zemo into it. Cause they both have their whole like story arcs they gotta fulfill and stuff because i I don't don't know if
0: i don't know if zemo would work with walker
1: oh that's the thing though it's like i feel like zemo's whole thing is after this if he's not outright killed if he becomes you know a real antagonist i think he's going to like far like start on his whole story arc and how in like in the comics and stuff it is where he becomes a thunderbolt and he's evil at first but he switches over to it like he's brought on if i remember in the comics he's brought in for like to get a pardon for something if i recall yeah that's probably what what
0: it'll end up being
1: but uh the thing is uh, like as he works with them and stuff like you know he at first he tries to take over and is like a dickhead but then like he slowly comes around to it and stuff and i feel like that's what they're going to do with the story with the show too if they do a thunderbolts one except yeah. it's going to be with both of them because john walker is definitely uh becoming more antagonistic and more villainous more like a dark hero or an anti-hero i, I forget which one it is but uh yeah i i'm excited i, I hope I'd they do he's more it.
0: villain territory but
1: well yeah like that's the thing though like i think it's villainous acts but he's still like a hero in quotation marks like he's still going to like do like what is best for the good guys, but it's clear that he's going to be a darker take on the character and stuff. Like as you know, the sure. In yeah. The comics is. Yeah. But, um, I forget what it, happens. To well, the reason the that comics, I, though.
0: the reason I think he's not like a good dude is partially like, and you mentioned this earlier, like, would you take the serum? Like part yeah. of like the evidence that he's like, not like, a good dude like at heart is he like, he takes the, the super soldier serum and mm. like, it's clearly presented like him and Battlestar are like, not the kind of guys that you want like to be in power. Cause like they're, they're not the kind of people that are responsible enough or like ready to wield the power of being a super soldier. And like yeah. basically, basically anyone that would want to be Captain America probably doesn't deserve to be. And that includes me and every other Marvel fan, because I know that I and a lot of other people would take the serum. Granted, I would take it more for like health and aesthetic reasons, but still,
1: it's <laughs> still not a good reason,
0: Alex. <laughs> I I would take it just
1: to like be sick less, you know. I'd I'd be like Zemo. Like I'd, I would I'd come s- up to you, I'll just smash it on the ground. <laughs> like I.
0: I would I would take the serum simply to, like, not need health insurance, you yeah. know?
1: Like, it would be a cost-cutting measure. Like, that's the thing that I want to talk about, though. It's like, I love Zemo in this, because his ideals and stuff, like, they're challenged a bit, but at the same time, they're also reinforced. Well, he's right. Like,
0: he's clearly yeah, right about, like, the, like, supremacist ideals leading someone to want to be... A super soldier a super
1: soldier and stuff yeah except like with carly and steve i'd say like they seem to be like they want to be super soldiers to help people but like yeah it's a means to an end like
0: as opposed to like wanting to just be a super soldier
1: yeah and i like that about zemo it's like you actually get more in depth with him and like he gets he gets proven right like with uh john walker because like he's clearly not uh, going to be Captain America, he's definitely you know <laughs> he's like what Zemo saying it's like, there is no good super soldier except for Steve Rogers yeah, and he's even like, like the exception, in, in the statement though, it's like yeah he's like, there's, no, there's never been another Steve Rogers, I think that's what he says yeah, and uh like Steve Rogers was like, an anomaly uh, like Carly and stuff yeah, and like Carly and them like, they're clearly, like not evil but they have flaws too and it just helps strengthen Zemo's thing but i think deep down they are more like captain america but uh with fucking Zemo's whole thing though i just i just really love everything about him in this like i've i've always loved Zemo like in the comics and shit and so i'm just so fucking happy that they're getting him in here and the doing him justice cuz like that's the thing about Zemo. He's a he's a bad dude, but he's not entirely a villain cuz like again like in the comics he does turn around and become a hero. He becomes the leader of the Thunderbolts and shit. And he's not a bad guy. Right. But he he's a fucking shit. <laughs> and I just love that he's actually who he was, especially like the costume. I'm so happy they brought that in. Oh yeah, that was cool to see like the 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 mask I think, though, because in the comics, what happens is Zemo gets his mask grafted to his face. Or... No, 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 that's original Zemo. The second Zemo, Helmet Zemo, uh, gets horrific facial scarring and has to wear the mask to hide it. I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I will admit this. Helmet Zemo, which is who Baron Zemo is, uh... Not the most original character. He's just Doctor Doom, but in purple spandex. But, uh by well, like design wise. But character wise, he is still one of my favorite villains cuz he's like, you know, you get him. <laughs> yeah. I do like though the retort where uh they're talking about it and he's like they're talking about the shit and he's like, "Oh yeah, well like if all super soldiers are bad, what about Bucky, huh?" Cuz like you kept him as your lap dog and he's like thinking about it. It's like, "Oh yeah, that's right." <laughs> And, like, that's the thing, though. Is, like, do you consider Bucky, like, 100% a super soldier? Because, like, I'd argue and say that he's, like, kind of the halfway point. Because he's, like, part super soldier, part augmented guy. Well, like, it, Cyborg from fucking Snyderverse.
0: Well, Bucky is a super soldier. He is, like, Hydra's attempt at, at making a, a, a super soldier. Um, yeah. And, you know, he obviously has, like, the metal arm, so, like, he has that going for him, too. But, like... I think what Zemo is getting at is like partially like you know the serum amplifies you know characteristics and stuff whatever, yeah. Uh, but like what he, I think what he really is getting
1: at is like, like power corrupts people kind of thing.
0: No, let me finish. What he's saying oh. is like it's it's power corrupting and also like if you're the kind of guy that wants to be a super soldier, maybe you're not like maybe maybe you shouldn't be the guy to be a super soldier. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like how we talk about like the military and police attracting a certain type of person. It attracts yeah. the kind of person that wants to use that wield that kind of power against people. Yeah. Like what are your motivations? Yeah. Where, where, like, Bucky didn't want to be a Hydra assassin, obviously. He just wanted to be a normal guy fighting in World War II. And then he got turned into something that he never wanted to become. Yeah. And also, like I mentioned, Steve, he didn't want to be a super soldier. It was just a means to an end of protecting the little guy.
1: It's still interesting, though, that uh, Zemo doesn't consider Bucky the same way that uh, he reveres Steve. Like, he doesn't, like... Think of Bucky as a good person, either. Like he thinks he's like, uh, well, he's seems just like an he all right guy. He's part of it, yeah.
0: Bucky is just an. He is like, he's like chaotic good. You know, he's or he, like chaotic neutral. I guess he like he's a good guy. Like he's, like, I, I'd say chaotic he, good. He's like, yeah, he's, he's like, he he's like as as good as like a normal guy is. Where Steve like Rogers it, was like the pinnacle of like altruism and kindness. If you we know, were that, doing that's like why a, Steve got elevated to that kind of like status.
1: If we're doing like a, a tier list on how the characters are, I'd say like, uh, uh, Bucky is chaotic good. Sam is, uh, what is it? Neutral good. Well, I think all that's what it is. all all of
0: the all of the Captain America dudes, like Steve, Sam, and Bucky, they're all chaotic good, but but like nah. in different ways. We're like. Uh, I'd say Sam
1: and Cap are more
0: neutral good. Bucky's more chaotic. I don't even know if the like moral alignment chart is like nuanced enough to like graph those those people. You know?
1: Well, yeah. Like I'd say that Bucky and Cap are neutral good because they do things that are both lawful and chaotic. Where Bucky, like, he's definitely chaotic good. Like, he does good things, but, like, he's very, like, it's my own way kind of thing. And, like, standoffish. Where Zemo, I'd say, is, like, neutral evil. Like, he's not really on anyone's side, but he's also not a very good guy. And I'd say that... he has ideals, uh,
0: but he's ultimately looking out for his own, like, safety.
1: Yeah. And then I'd say that, uh, fucking John is probably, like, lawful evil, where he's an evil guy, but he's trying to be, like, in the right kind of way thing, you know? except for that one time (laughs) decapitation america (laughs) uh, fun fact we are
0: we're the we're the first we're the first (laughs) podcast to to say that this was actually recorded the day before uh the 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 weekly planet made that joke first so i think we should get credit for it (laughs) get bent you scrubs
1: uh, yeah, no, I'm really excited for the next episode any,
0: By the way, any joke that we do That you think you heard somewhere else We recorded the day before that
1: Yeah, or I just stole it I don't give a shit
0: No, no, we, we Jared, we don't steal any jokes, okay We recorded the day before they were made
1: The thug life didn't choose me I chose the thug, oh wait <laughs> I stole the thug life I, I wasn't.
0: I wasn't chosen by the thug life I, I stole before. I life. was busy staying inside uh watching I, Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: I saw some guy doing thug life stuff and I walked up to him, I put my hand on his temple and I sucked it out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I am so, now anyway, the, a thug. We've
0: uh passed the hour, Mark. Do you wanna get into recommendations of the week? If you have anything you can add it, I just have one this week.
1: Uh yeah, I can talk about some stuff.
0: All right. Um First, this is a quick one. Uh, I started playing this. The, the the are are you familiar with the Balloons Tower Defense series? Of um, games? not really. No. So Balloons, uh, B L O O N S. It's like a it's a series of like tower defense games where you got to stop balloons from getting to a certain thing. And I have been playing the Balloons Adventure Time. Uh, tower defense balloons adventure time td uh, on steam i don't know what else it's on but it's pretty fun it's a basic like tower defense game with like an adventure time skin and it's uh it's just a fun little game it's got like the the sound design is pretty good like there's um like they have music from the show but it's sort of like a like a remix like a, it's like a cute little like instrumental version of it
1: oh that's and nice
0: yeah there's like a, a few different songs that I recognize from the show. So if you're a fan of Adventure Time and you like tower defense stuff, um, or if you just, you know, like, if you like just, you know, vegging out and just playing something fairly mindless, you know, it's a fun thing. You yeah. know, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, play it while watching YouTube or something. It's just, it's a fun little game and uh,
1: I recommend it. And Jared, yeah. do you have a recommendation this week? I've got several recommendations. None of them are very recent, though. So first recommendation, uh, my recommendation, I always say, uh, The Mummy, the 1995 movie. I think it's 1995. The original The Mummy, the one with Brendan Fraser in it. Watch that. Great movie. Beautiful roomie. Beautiful movie. You like Indiana Jones? you probably like it. It's one of those old action adventure movies. So it's like I do love Indiana Jones. And by the way, uh,
0: on the list of stuff that I want to cover on the show, Young Indiana Jones is on that list.
1: Oh, fuck. Yeah, (laughs) I love Indiana Jones. Like when I was a kid, I loved the action adventure genre. So a lot of those movies like Indiana Jones, Deep Rising, The Mummy, like were movies I liked, but Deep Rising and The Mummy both traumatized me both for two different things and both of them for things that you shouldn't show children. (laughs) So, they're good movies, but fucking hell, there's a lot of just, like, the special effects in Deep Rising is amazing, and I feel like that's its biggest, like, problem. Because <laughs> there's a part, like, what Deep Rising is, it's a movie about a giant, like, alien squid that attacks and eats people. At one point, they uh, cut a guy out of it, and he's, like, melting, and it's this horrifying scene, and it's just, yeah, this is this is a movie that they aimed at families. <laughs> and it's like fucking christ (laughs) like you watch that scene and it's like oh i'm not sleeping tonight but uh no watch them they're great movies the old action adventure genre you don't really see much more of that nowadays like it's the actual action adventure it's not like like superhero movie action adventure it's like the old like smuggler type character like fighting like nazis or something and like there's a supernatural force shit it's like that kind of stuff it's like fucking good shit you know and i'm always sad that we don't have more of that i know they try to revive it with the uh, crystal skull which i'm gonna argue wasn't as bad it's just stupid parts or that some of the characters are really dumb but
0: i have not seen that movie in like probably eight
1: years at least like i have, like, I have not seen it in such a long time I've been having more introspective on my taste in movies lately and thinking about how I really feel about these things. And I'd argue and say that Indiana Jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull. It's an okay movie. People just went too hard on it because they had a bigger idea of what Indiana Jones should be. And it's like, Indiana Jones works best as just a fun action movie. Like no one got mad at the mummy too. When it just became a fun mummy, uh, a fun action movie when it was more kid friendly and shit. Why are you getting mad at Indiana Jones for doing the same thing?
0: You know, I think the worst part about Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, is just how bad the Lego game was.
1: Yeah, I will agree with you there.
0: <laughs> I had it on the DS. Uh, kind of well, shit. That's why. Especially uh, if you get it on like... like even even compared to the, uh, to the first Lego Indiana Jones game on the DS, same platform and everything, it's just, it feels cheaper. It feels... Oh, yeah. It, it just, it feels soulless.
1: No, that's the weird thing when it comes to the Lego DS games. It's like as they progress, they got worse. A big example of it is I have uh, I'm a big Lego fan. I have almost all the Lego games. I fucking love them. They're beautiful in their own ways. There's just something about these like puzzle games for kids that I used to play. that just awaken this like fucking part of my brain. Oh, yeah, but (laughs) I uh, I was playing uh, I played two of them uh that i remember the most being very different and that's uh lego star wars the clone wars ds and lego star wars the clone wars 360 both of them i just said the the versions are four uh the 360 version is a much different game than the ds version there is so much more stuff you can do with that and i i haven't played indiana jones uh kingdom of the crystal skull uh on d on ds or on the console but i do not recommend it i think you should try out the console one like if it's on sale for like dirt cheap you should pick it up and see if it's different because i I think i think it might be the same thing like yeah not right now but like wait till it's like 99 cents on sale because those lego games go fucking dirt cheap so well they go like amazing they go as low as like five dollars but
0: even then i wouldn't spend five dollars on that game I, I say, look especially because like I don't. Then. I I wouldn't buy a Lego game that I don't have some attachment to, because like that's really part of the appeal. You know, like yeah.
1: Playing I can through that. like the Star
0: Wars movies, but in Lego. Like if I, if I don't have some attachment to the property, I'm just gonna be bored.
1: Yeah, I can understand that. I still say though, you should look into it, see how different it is from the DS, because you might actually enjoy the console port slash PC, PC port, because I know that. Lego has a weird track record with making the DS versions like basically a trial <laughs> version of the uh, the actual ones. And it's bizarre. Like, it's the same thing with other big console ports they do to DS. Like, they, they're always like this weird watered-down version. Except for one, and I will say this. If you have a Game Boy Advance, you need to pick this game up. It's called Bionicle Heroes. There's a GameCube and a Game Boy version. Both of them are fucking amazing, but I loved the Game Boy version a bit more. Like, the GameCube one is a third person over the shoulder shooter, and it's great. The Game Boy one is a fucking, like, puzzle, isometric, like, bullet hell game, and it's fucking awesome. (laughs) Like, I remember I played the shit out as a kid, I found all the secrets, I knew where to go for everything, and it's like, that game was an experience that I fucking loved. (laughs) And, like, you you just have to, you just had to bend there, man. It's fucking great. But uh, that wasn't the recommendation I was going to give. This is a recommendation I haven't given yet. Uh, There's a book series I read. I've told Alex and my other friends about it. I don't think they've read into it yet. But it's called uh, Metro. Uh, Metro 2033, 2034, 35. Yeah. These are the books the games are based off of. They're much different. They're much more insane and beautiful and wonderful with more nuance to the characters, except for the sec- second book. But you read that just so you can understand who Homer is because he's in the last book, too. But I fucking hate the second book. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe someone else would find enjoyment in it. But they're an amazing story made by a man named Dmitry Glakovsky, a Russian man. And uh, the idea is it's a post apocalyptic uh, Moscow, like Russia, and everyone during this decided to go into the metro tunnels to survive the nuclear fallout they did and they've now created a society in which they live in these different stations there's like different like states and stuff and it's like
0: fuck
1: off
0: (laughs) but uh do they live in a society
1: yes but it's an interesting thing though because they have all these different factions and it's realistic that these groups would come out like there's one faction that's just neo Nazis, and that's a, an antagonist for a lot of like the books and stuff. There, you see them deal with them sometimes, like, and it's also like a thing I love about this. And I wish more games would do is uh, they have a supernatural element to it too, in which they add in some like really insane shit that isn't explained, and it makes it even more horrifying. Like, there's monsters and stuff. Like, there's the normal mutants that you get in post-apocalyptic stuff. And then you get shit that is, like, mystical in nature. And it's just, like, like folklore and shit. And it's just so fucking awesome when you actually get to, like, see this, like, world built up and stuff. And I hate the second one because they do that and then knock it all down. It's fucking stupid. Don't read the second one. But you have to read the second one because it's the second book in the series. But fuck the second one. God damn it, man. I'm still mad about that. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an amazing book series. I highly recommend it. It's fucking great. Uh, it's a bit darker and depressing at times because the story, you know, is a, a darker, depressing story. But I highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite book series. The games are great too. Uh, however, very different from the books because in the book, Artyom kills like two people, and in the games, he's a fucking murder machine. So, yeah, bit different. <laughs> but great books i recommend them beautiful series i like i think the book set is like 30 dollars for them great books i recommend it but uh yeah that's that's my recommendation of the of the week just some good books and games i like uh i can't really think of anything else uh just a psa though there is uh to the people who enjoy the game warhammer Vermintide 2 uh, on the 20th, they will be releasing a free expansion pack from the sounds of it. So get excited.
0: Well, I think that's, that's the I think that's the show. Hell yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Bold of You to Say. If this was your first time here, uh, thanks for giving us a listen. Check out some more of our episodes. Uh, subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Uh, leave us a review on Podchaser. Uh, that's a great way to help us out. It's like an IMDb site for podcasts. Uh, throughout the month of April, they're actually donating uh, 25 cents per review, and if we respond, they'll donate an additional 25 cents.
1: So, you know, leave us a review, preferably positive. Um,
0: Not and, I mean, we'll uh, take
1: anything. Like, uh, it, it, the publicity is only publicity in and, my book. Yeah, you know what? For charity, you know, we can take a few one stars, um, but <laughs> gonna we will roast you back for charity. It's it's for charity. I it's mean, for you charity. your mother. i have to
0: i'm a charity slut uh if you're listening on youtube you can leave a comment telling us what we were wrong about you can tell us uh anything that you want us to cover in a future episode yeah Uh, or you know you can just you know tell us how awesome we are uh that's also always appreciated or you can do the same thing tweet at us tweet uh you know topics for the show dm us tell us tell us what you think um as long as it's positive nice comments only of course yeah yeah. follow us on social media follow us on twitter follow me on tiktok friend jared on steam and or xbox also
1: follow me on twitter too have you been posting those too
0: yeah i I have all of our social media in the description
1: Uh, i feel like i should have asked that earlier i'm stupid though
0: so (laughs)
1: it's okay (laughs) follow me home
0: share the show with a friend tweet out our clips our clips channel will be linked down below i've been putting out some more stuff there and yeah subscribe obviously so you don't miss the next episode turn on notifications turn on automatic downloads and um you know what just have a good day
1: yeah just have a good day i feel like we don't say that often i probably say it every year and i just forget it there's a year every episode and i just forget it once a year a blessed evening once a <laughs> this year is we're to tell the listeners to
0: have a good year so every other have day a good every year. other
1: day no have, have a good, a good year, day and we will see
0: you april 13th
1: 2022 nah 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 have a good day i hope the rest of your days are shit though
0: <laughs> it has to counteract have you, all right have one good day but spend it wisely
1: One of my favorite memes I've seen, uh, I love these memes. It's basically like, you know how you're told not to do things all the time when you're a kid? Right. And like as an adult, like you don't do them because it's like, oh, you're not supposed to. It's bad. They're, like, it's usually like, don't do this because you'll fucking die kind of shit. But there's memes. Not I've in seen, the Purge universe. Yeah. <laughs> but no, these memes I've seen, though, I love them. Uh, it's these guys. They're This guy like does the thing he's not supposed to. And he dies, but then he wakes up in like a lab, and they're like, "You've escaped the simulation, congratulations!" <laughs> and it's like, that's so. I just I love it. I love that kind of meme. <laughs> I love it so much. They're so just like basic. They all have the same punchline, but they always fucking get me every time I see one. It's like one of them I saw was like a guy he like shoved a fork at the outlet, and I was like, congratulations, you've ex- you've left the simulation. <laughs> it's like, is that all it takes? Like even like some of the dumbest ones like jaywalking and shit. No, it's kind of
0: sad though, because like uh, some people will legitimately try that. Like, I gotta escape the yeah. simulation. Why do people I like mean, that gotta ruin fun they things? Got out.
1: <laughs> I mean, Alex, if you think about it, they technically got out. This has you been here to say. <laughs> <laughs> And that, that's actual dark humor for all you fucking racists out there. Fuck you.